There are so many podcasts in the world, and not enough time to listen to them. Some sound professionally made, some sound like a hot mess, and some just sound made up. On our show, we invite a guest to bring a lesser-known podcast they've recently been listening to. But here's the catch. It doesn't exist. We use this information as the suggestion for an improv show. And in the editing room, we make the improvised podcast sound as real as possible. And that's how it works. This is Made Up Talk Show. Good afternoon. Good evening. It is 900 degrees here in sweltering end of summer New York. Currently, though, you're listening. It's probably a crisp apple bottom fall. I'm here with Richard Kristoforski, and I am Jessica Coyle, and this is Made Up Talk Show. Wow, that was a very official intro, Jessica. I felt so good. It felt so good. So good. Does it just like bottle up inside you that that room tone pause we take at the beginning to edit and that and that's why it sort of explodes with energy and gusto it does it comes out um like a clown but a but a jack-in-the-box clown not a true not a real i guess a real clown too if you put it in a box and then you say wait 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 the potential energy becomes kinetic energy in an explosive way yeah, for the listeners behind the, behind the scene, when I'm recording room tone, I also just constantly say to Jessica and the guest, wait, <laughs> wait, wait for it. Really oh. bad for room tone, but really it's, good for uh, us not speaking. It makes the uh, editing much, much harder. Jessica, yeah. what uh, two sentence life update? Ooh, took a cold shower today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, my sister sent me many little birthday cookies. Yum, yum, chomp, chomp. Oh, very nice. Yeah. How about you, Ricardo? Uh, I, oh, man, I had one prepared haircut. before this and I forgot it. It is not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is not. I guess that's my first one. And my second one is I should do some cleaning. All right. Great. This is riveting stuff. Uh, well, <laughs> I wish we had more time. Can't to ask get you more into about it. that because yeah. we have our guest, Ross, Ross Taylor. He's coming at you live from Chicago. He's got a red background. Wow. Hi, Ross. Hi, Jess. Thanks for the great song. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm speaking to the king of songs, the musical improvisarian himself, Ross Taylor. Ross is, I think, but bland, not blandly, uh, somewhere in the back of my mind, I think Ross is your middle name. No, Ross is my first name, but. Oh my is. gosh. Useless. Why was that there? <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, Ross, Rossford? Ross, Rossford? No, I was. It's just Ross. It's, uh, I was, my mom was a very young mom when she had me, and she mm-hmm. was a watcher of Guiding Light, the soap opera. Uh-huh. And there was apparently during that summer a hot doctor named Ross. And so wow. the name Ross stuck. the Hot Doctor Taylor. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that for you. My name is Jessica because my mom looked around, saw what everybody else was naming their child, and said, that one will do. <laughs> so I can't say that your mom's uh, philosophy for naming was was anything. Not uh, wrong. Not wrong. Not and wrong. I've only ever Ross. encountered a couple of other Rosses. It's not a common thing to have a bunch of us together. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. In high school, there was a, a Ross who was one year younger who also did theater and speech and debate. And I really loved calling him the other Ross. That was my favorite thing. Oh, good. good. It's a little bit of a neg. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's in a secondary <laughs> position, to be sure. Uh, Ross, you are so funny. Well, we'll see. 
viewers, well, listeners will find out. Uh, you're very funny. Uh, you were on the team Aquarius, uh-huh. the one of the longest running teams until Wonderland. Wonderland dethroned you partially pandemic related. They kind of yeah. let him go on forever. Um, <laughs> but Aquarius was a fantastic team and I was not doing improv yet. I would just watch from the booth and I would just on my little tendy hooks go, oh, Aquarius is up. It's so wonderful <laughs> and exciting to watch. I appreciate that. And uh, someday, you know, uh, Wonderland will join us in the hall of teams nobody remembers except for the people who were there at the time, like yourself. I love that team. That was a great team. Uh, and we had fewer members over time than Wonderland. They really plugged a lot of holes in the ship. As I sure they did. Aquarius continuously came slowly. Along. Yeah, we just slowly reduced, drowned. Reduced. Slowly yeah. returned to the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was like four people by the end. It had started with seven. And yeah, then yeah it got small. With, yeah. We had a few replacements. I was on another long-running non-musical team called The Wrath, which had a similar sort of thing. It was like four or five years. And by the end, it was kind of hobbling, hobbling to the finish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. still That's capable of great shows. to end with a whimper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one thing's to end with people going, are they still around? Ooh. Well, there's right. a lot of, I got to say in Chicago, a lot of teams like that now post-pandemic with, with uh, two original members and mm-hmm. friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right well the wrath was also a, i think you could say a legacy team like a lot of people knew about that i think i think if you were to yell the wrath and a group at triple crown some night a few people would turn their heads and recall in 2013 it was a crazy year man <laughs> yeah, it's wild. It's wild. we're getting real inside baseball with these improv team yeah. names sorry i'm sorry <laughs> we're everybody getting real, I'm sorry. real deep in the weeds with the improv team names oh it's great but for folks outside of this uh oh th- oh it's gosh. almost there's there's no way they can look any of this there's up there's no window in there's well, no, no window it's in. like an authentic experience of someone sitting at the bar with us while we're having this conversation <laughs> wishing they understood <laughs> right yeah. right, oh, right. Wow. Huh. the three of us sitting at the bar uh, facing the bar, and then the fourth person who's not with our group having to overhear us because they're waiting for their friend to arrive. So yeah, gosh, for that person, I wish Jenny would get here so we didn't have to listen to this. Thank you for Bullshit. listening to our podcast. I hope your friend never arrives and you have to listen to the entire episode. Yeah, we want to be friends with you. You look nice. This is what we're yeah. saying to the hypothetical. Yeah, uh, stay, stay, don't stay, go. Stay, stay, don't go. There are other teams. We need attention. <laughs> we're improvisers. Wait, I can for tell it. you all of my one year teams. It. Wait for it. <laughs> Wait, now wait. become friends with us. Yeah. Uh, Ross, speaking of podcasts, are there podcasts that you like to listen to that you enjoy mm. listening to? Uh, I guess I only really listen to them on uh, road trips with my girlfriend. So we'll listen to, we'll catch up on all the, uh, uh, what's it called? The Mal- Malcolm Gladwell Revisionist History. Mm. Uh, right. We kind of pick apart, I pick some um, Mark Marin, depending on who the guest is. Uh, and there's an author named Chuck Klosterman who wrote a book called Sex, Drugs, and Coke Co- Puffs, most famously. Right, yeah, I've read his books. Yeah. Anything he's on, I, I will listen to that guy. So there's a, a lot of like Bill Simmons sports podcast where I'll listen just because it's Chuck Klosterman or something. But those are the main ones. We got to get him. We got to get them on here. Then people will listen. We got to get I, Chuck Klosterman. I, what do you got to do? I got to say, I would. I, he would be a person that I would feel very strange saying like, I've read all the things you've written and I listen to mm-hmm. any time you're on mm-hmm. podcasts. I just mm-hmm. like to hear you talk. <laughs> Good brain on you, Chuck. Good brain. I've started to follow you around where you go. Mm-hmm. I know all your favorite things. I know all the improv teams you used to be on. <laughs> I can list them all. <laughs> Ross, and you brought a podcast for us to listen to today, correct? I, I did. It's called The Oldest Millennial. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. through the census taking and some sociological study, they have identified <laughs> the oldest millennial in America. 
who was born sometime wow. in 1981, right at the cutoff date uh, of, of being a millennial or Gen X. And they followed him mm-hmm. around like a documentary style uh, show. And it's really interesting watching this person trying to fit in with other millennials or mm-hmm. uh, trying to fit in with the Gen Xers who are too old. And it's it's mm-hmm. an interesting one. I love Most- that. This is cool. I, I have not heard of this podcast. Jessica, have you heard of it? No, but I very much relate to it. Uh, as I says, I believe you can as well, Richard. I can. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a gander. Listen <laughs> to uh, the oldest millennial. We went into this project with the intention to document the life of a young man who became a less young man. And then to our surprise, came to a point where it was no longer appropriate to even call him a man. You are listening to the audio documentary, The Oldest Millennial. Man, spacious, spacious WeWork. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, yeah, hey, did you need some coffee? It's like a hazelnut. Oh, uh, <laughs> coffee, that's kind of what my dad drank. So, I, I, is there a soda machine anywhere? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I don't work here. I'm also working. Uh, uh, I guess I work here. I work, I work, work here. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. Um, they used to have beer on tap and then they limited it to after five. And I think with, you know, COVID stuff, it's kind of, but they still have coffee if you want coffee. Uh, cool. Johnny got real drunk. Sorry. Johnny I got really drunk. Had my um, headphones on. Had my headphones on. You talking about the beer tap? Yeah, oh, yeah, the beard, how they used to have it open, um, and then they, they cut it off till it's after five, and now it's like, you know, only two days a week do they have the beer, but anyway. Johnny got real drunk. Yeah. Like, it was, it, it was, like, they, we started calling it WeWork, but we added an extra E, because, like, Johnny mm-hmm. got so drunk, it was just we everywhere. It was, yeah. it was, it was, it was disastrous. Is it that was, why they did that? I thought it was a cute little, cute little thing, but uh, that's gross that they- No, it was, it was, that's why we started calling it that. I mean- I guess it could be a cute little thing, but it was really a, a, a gross, gross, a, a gross situation. Thing. I was just gonna say it's uh, too bad because I could I re- really go for a Bud Light or something. Yeah, like a- oh, well, I'm I'm a craft beer person. I drink <laughs> um, snob. Gosh, I'm like a yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Drink, like oh, I'm not. I mean, it's pretty fun to go to a brewery or you know nah, get. I've some- been there. I've been there. Beer gardens. Yeah, I know the type. Yeah. You go up to the bar. Guys, like, what what'll it be? An IPA. <laughs> yeah. like come on man those are great yeah i like that it's very hoppy uh yeah. slightly higher alcohol content like make it a little buzz those are fun uh, it's just that you know thick thick coating on the tongue and the mouth the taste is i can only drink one and then i'm sort of done so i just want to you know have six uh quick lagers <laughs> six quick beers yeah uh wow if you're looking i mean if you're looking i was gonna say these for later but um uh i brought some hard seltzer Oh yeah, those that. are good. You got pear. You got um, yeah, mango, mango pear, mango pear, uh, black um, blackberry, blueberry, apple, currant, a dark currant one, D- dark currant, very one. good. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Bartles and James, like uh, wine coolers. Is that a, it's, uh, you got purple. There's orange, uh, pink. I don't know what this. I don't. Know oh, it's like a sugar is. sugar liquor, sugar alcohol. The thing you're describing. Sugar liquor. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, I mean, that kind of reminds me. I was doing some home brewing, and I was converting an old, uh, an old farm well into a, into a, <laughs> in my, you know, you know how people do home brewing. Don't look at me like that. People do home brewing. It's a thing, and it was delicious. And you could call it sugar liquor, but I, I called it my own craft, craft alcohol. I'll bring it in sometime. I like that. I mean, I'm growing a, a couple of weed plants in my closet, so uh, oh, it's wow. like I understand yeah. what it's like to create your own product enjoy uh, a little tasty nug 
that kind of thing. Oh, all right, great. Well, I'm over here doing work for the Archdiocese. Who do you all work for? I work for Newsweek. Uh, they went online, but I write oh, for Newsweek. Oh, cool, yeah. cool, cool. I'm, I'm Daily Beast. I'm wow. For the Daily Be- yeah. All right. Yeah, I've, I've read a few of those articles. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, awesome. I'm going to probably uh, go, you know, get out of here pretty soon because I, I, I didn't, am in the mood for a craft cocktail or something. So mixology. Uh, before, you, before you go, are, are, you, are you using a desktop computer? Yeah, Did what you? are you what are you working on over oh, there? Oh, it's an it's an Acer. It's actually not like uh, an Apple. You know, it's not the the iOS that I run is Windows ninety nine because uh, I got all my spreadsheet stuff on there. Okay, we like can lo- put those up on Google. Throw them right on the cloud. On the cloud. Oh, well, good luck getting them off the the disks. I mean, <laughs> you okay. anybody got a CD CD drive in your computers around here? No, it's all no. it's all digital. Completely digital. No, we we could. I mean. It's it's really easy to you can just like plug it into the Ethernet port and upload it right up to the ah uh, e I don't know if if the uh, phone lines will stretch that far. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like a long cord. If you have one, I'm game. Okay, I mean we can we can go look for it. Um, you know, I actually think my my reservation in this WeWork is up. I'm probably going to move oh, to a different a different queue. Yeah, I'm gonna get uh, a, I'm gonna get the heck out of here. Uh, hey, real quick before you go, do you have any like music recommendations? Because uh, my grunge playlist is just about in the dust. <laughs> I got what I would call the best pecan pie I've ever made, um, and I want everyone to try a piece and tell me if I'm wrong. Thanks, Mom. All right. There you go. I used less sugar. I find it cloying. I find it cloying when I use the the recipe amount of sugar. Uh, Here you go. Here's one. There you go. All right. And uh, three, two, one. uh, Go ahead and dig in there. All right. You know, you could just buy these from the store. You don't have to make them. I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it, Timothy. I enjoy it. It took the whole afternoon, you know. We could have... We could have gone to the movies. Is your old mom making you try that pecan pie? Oh, honey. Yes. Yes. She forced that pecan pie down your throat again. Well, he's very thin. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, he's a, he's a, a thin as a rail boy. That's, that's the way that, way that, the way he's built. That's what the doctor always said. Your son's going to be, your, your, your son's going to be thin as a rail. If he's going to, if he's going to, honey, if he's going to live in the basement, I might as well get something out of this. Okay, Listen, I mean, you can hear the crickets. Do you know how many crickets have gotten in? The my... infestation has gotten very yeah, it, bad. It's very bad because gotten... he leaves the basement door open at all times because he says he needs to catch vibes. I don't think he knows what that means. I think you probably heard it on the subway, and now he's trying to catch vibes. Listen, I'm just worried that if you fatten him up, he's going to have to deal with the crickets, and it's going to be some sort of sun versus cricket war, and then the crickets will eat our sun. All right. I think it comes from a deep-seated fear of having watched the movie A Bug's Life and wondering if they if they just went evil, this would all go down. I was very popular when he was a child. I know, but I hang on. The crickets are back inside. Hang on one second. I'm just gonna try to close the door, honey. Will you help me out with this? No, uh, honey, honey. Where are you going? They are oh. very strong. They are. They. Are, the basement's full of them. I mean, that's the thing. It's very moldy down here. Uh, <sighs> if, as you, as we know, crickets love mold. Well, crickets love mold. The defining characteristic about crickets, they, they love, love mold. It. They And they turn into locusts. Yeah. Actually, that's grasshoppers. Sorry. Oh. Uh, anyway, there's bad. a difference between crickets and grasshoppers? I think so. I think there's a difference. 
Did you give me a rating on the pecan pie, sweetie? Uh, 10 out of 10, mom. It's great. Oh, my gosh. See, this is why. Look, this is what. God, those goddamn crickets are back again. I can't do anything about this. Hang on. I'm going to grab my electric fly swatter. Mom, I tried to tell you earlier in the year, it's like a record year for cicadas. And it's it's that time. They're going to be loud every night. So, you know. Sweetie, how are things going on the job front? I <sighs> love you so much. And I know I know the whole thing. You got the recession just as you're about, you know, just as you're in your first years of work. And then there was all kinds of housing crisis and pandemic and things have been hard for you. But we were going to go ahead and put a workout studio in the basement. Your father believes we can breathe through the black <sighs> mold. Um, right, honey, you, you know, you just told him I believe it. I don't think I need to reinforce the idea. All right. Well, do you talk to your son? Tell him he needs to maybe find a, a gainful employment. Oh, man. Come on. Is, is this happening that, again? High don't school use that all language. over? You're going to say your dreams are stupid? You're going to say... Well, your dreams were stupid, sweetie. You wanted to design Lisa Frank, and Lisa Frank is a person. You can't take over Lisa Frank. Well, That's I was so good at it, Mom. It was the you best were- thing that I could do. You did it very well, but the Lisa Frank is a person. You can't design Lisa Frank. But I do it without trying. I just draw it. You're very good, but you are not Lisa Frank. You. <sighs> I didn't. I. I, I was. I, I was planning never to bring this up, but I feel like we need to bring it up for your own your own good. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna open this letter. Mm-hmm. You remember when you wrote that letter to Lisa Frank? Yes. Mm-hmm. You remember what you wrote in that letter to Lisa you t- Frank? You were ten years old. You're my hero, and I want to be like you. Right? I, nope. That does. That's not what it says. You're I my paraphrase hero. Paraphrase my memory. And I, I want to be you. I want to be you. I do. That was the problem? If you had I, said be like you, we could have sent you to art school. As it was, you never declared a major. Well, Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank. I can be Lisa. I can do that job. If somebody Lisa just... Frank. Lisa Frank wrote back. Yep. Lisa what? Frank wrote back, and we never shared the letter we with never you. What? To you. When? We're going to share. We're going to share. It was almost a week later. It was oh incredibly fast. You it told me that, that, that there was definitely no mail for that whole week. Well, yeah, I hid a lot of mail. <sighs> I, your yeah. grandfather passed away that week, mm-hmm. and uh, we had to keep it away from you. They told us that by, through mail. And mm-hmm. I, you, said that's he why moved you, to another country <laughs> that we couldn't visit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, your father and I went to the funeral. It was very sad. Very sad. Um, very sad. Very uh, that's sad. why we told you we were going to Disney World by ourselves. I guess one Lisa of Frank than the other. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Lisa Frank wrote back. Please don't ever write to me again. See, this is why we did. Didn't she sign it. it? To you. She signed it, Lisa Frank. Yep. What color? It's in regular typewritten ink. Well, read the P.S. Read the P.S. I am the real Lisa Frank. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And read oh the PPS God. under that, sweetie. Thank you for being a fan. There we go. She oh appreciated God. it, but we couldn't let you read that. We didn't. We both wanted you to turn away your dreams, but we didn't want you to crush your dreams. It didn't work. Your strategy was ineffective. I chased them anyway. Because you can't do that to people. You can't steer them through lies and deceit. This is really more of an, um, through an omission. An omission, yeah. Oh, that's the same. I mean, it's not active, but it's definitely uh, not truthful. Not in the spirit yeah. of truth. On a related note, your father, your grandfather did leave you $50,000, but we did invest it in Beanie Babies, and that money is gone. Oh, my God. We didn't. We, we rode the wave. We kept riding the wave. We kept, kept holding it. it and holding it and holding 
and holding, and we hold held too we long. Held too long. We missed so the peak. You are literally the reason that my life has not taken off. Worse than the recession. No. It's no. you. No. Of course. No. I don't no. want to alarm anyone, but the crickets have gone quiet for very a very quiet. long time. I'm very worried. quiet for a very long time. I don't know if they're planning an assault or they, they're teaming up with the cicadas. I just, not to change the subject. Give me but the letter, Dad. Do you want? Oh, give me I, the letter. Right. Okay, okay. Hey. All right. Here. Just here you go. He Don't worry. I, I I got it in control. <laughs> oh man! Super Mario Party. Woo! I'm Bowser. I'm gonna be Toad. <laughs> oh wow uh hey man i just want to say straight off the bat i am so sorry that gina and you didn't work out i thought uh, you guys were forever nah i'm i'm probably gonna be with people for about three years at a time and just keep moving mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah 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 would you would you call yourself a serial monogamist uh timothy oh, yeah. yeah i can't be alone yeah. but i gotta be yeah. with somebody got it <laughs> those are the same thing tim uh mm-hmm. wow yeah, what was it? What you you know, Gina never said why you two broke up. What was what what happened there? Uh, just kind of that time. You know, I felt like, well, it, this is it's time. It's done. A three year itch. Well, and, you anybody know. want another Mike's hard? I got some Mike's hard. Do you have any Smirnoff ice? I do. I have Mike's hard and Smirnoff ice and Bud I'm, Bud Bud Light, Coors Coors Light, Miller Miller Light. Still working on mine. Everybody? All right, great. I'll take a Mike's. There comes a point yeah, where inevitably, uh, you know. The bedroom starts to become less frequent a place. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Things that used to not annoy me annoy me, and the things that used to not annoy her annoy her. And it just, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hard. it's too hard to work through, so I don't try. Yeah. I'm very <laughs> tired of the guy I'm dating, but uh, I want to have a child this year, so I'm going to go for it. Ah, that sucks, man. See, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have the whole extra thing on top mm-hmm. of uh, having a window. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, we're best friends, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I would call us that. All right. Do you think we're relatable? In what what sense? Elaborate. Like outside our friend group, do you think we're relatable? Other people, like if somebody were to walk up to us at the bar and hear us talking, if they would stay and become yeah. our friend, or if they would think this was un. Do you think we're relatable, or are we clinging to the days of our youth? Oh, huh. man, we're like, cool. We're we're cool. We're liberal. Are you sure? Because cool. when when I went to Shoprite. They had a custom order the Schmirnoff ice and the Mike's Hard lemonade. They said, oh, wow. "We can get it, but, but we don't have it in stock. It won't be easy. Uh, we'll have to check to see if the company and organization is still in in existence." I really had to press them for that. I really had to press them for that. I had to clean I, out a whole section of black mold just to convince them to let us do it. Do you think? Do you do you think it's time for us to grow up? I had a similar experience recently. I tried to get taquitos and then I got into a big argument because I find pronouns mildly confusing. Yeah, it happens sometimes. Yeah. It gets, if things change and all of a sudden everybody's looking at me like, uh, uh, oh, what a dick. Oh, what an asshole. It's like, shut up, yeah. dude. Just fucking party. Yeah, just fucking party, man. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what, what you got to do, you got you to find the one place. I personally love Bud Light Platinums. And there's mm-hmm, only one mm-hmm. CVS within, you know, 15 blocks of me, which sells it. But I go there every time because that's what I want. Uh, you just got to find that spot. But don't that. you think that's the sign that like the stuff that we really like is disappearing? 
containers no. moving past us that we're holding on to the days of yesteryear. Do I need to walk an extra three blocks to get the champagne of beers? Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. Everybody, everywhere else you go has a mad tree, apple cider, all that crap. Yeah. You know who's hanging on to the past? Baby boomers. Those fucking, I can't stand turning on classic rock radio and hearing Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young one more time. And I love those songs, but I'm kind of tired of it. Yeah. You, You told me when you went to the last remaining Toys R Us and you tried to buy Pogs, they didn't have them. So you spent the day making your own Pogs. Oh, yeah. I got a slammer that weighs three pounds. But you spent the entire day making your own pogs, collecting caps from milk jugs, from juice jugs, and then you customizing them. You know, that stands for them. papaya orange guava. It, yeah, they I do know to, that. Yeah, they used to uh, make those and then the, from the milk things and then papaya orange guava company. That's why they're called pogs. Yeah, yeah. Well, you spent the whole day making them. Don't you think it's time to like move on to something else? I don't even know what else. I would change the tone with which you say those exact same words. I spent all day making fucking pogs. I mean, that was an organic experience. I I didn't care about the news. I didn't care about my job. (laughs) I just cared about this thing that I cared about when I was eight. You know, it's like I stay connected. What did you do with your day, Dino? Why you got to ride Tim's ass? Yeah, Dino, you dick. (laughs) I'm I'm moving out of town. (laughs) What? I'm moving. I'm I'm moving in with six other people that I met, and we're we're renting a building. It's a cooperative. Hang on, let me get these cicadas. Hang on one second. Please don't. Wait, what? I just I just didn't want the bugs to die. I just I love those bugs. You know, nobody's ever no bug ever fuck with me. You know. Sorry for a moment. I thought that was the cicada. No. <laughs> I thought the cicada was talking. I, I thought I, I thought I was losing my mind. That's why I gotta get out of this town. I feel like I'm I'm losing my mind. I feel like cicadas are talking. I so me and you want six, two bedrooms in a yard. Me me and six other people are are, are renting out a building. We're we're gonna we're gonna raise the building ourselves. Raise it. I mean, we're like gonna li- we're, we're gonna we're gonna live in it and we're gonna take care of it. Uh, I, nice. I couldn't think of a better word. Listen, I'm I'm dealing with a lot here. I thought a cicada was talking to me. My brain is processing a lot. I, I that that's what we're going to do, and and it, we're going to start our own our own community internet. It's going to be a, a mesh web, and we're going to put up access points across the city so people don't have to buy into mega conglomerate companies. Yeah, what's man, a closed uh, internet called? I forget. A, cl- a closed internet? Yeah, what's a closed oh, it's internet? Like a network. Internal network. Maybe I shouldn't. Internal. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be focusing on this, but focusing on my lifelong friend leaving our town. I'm yeah, gonna I... protest. Do you know? No, I gotta go, and I, I hope I hope one day the two of you will realize that you you gotta go too. No, you, it's been done. Communal living. Hello, baby boomers. You'll give well, it up in ten years and go get a real job. You know. It's like, I'm never going to sell out. I'm just going to keep doing exactly what I want to do every day. Oh, if, that, if that's what happens, that's what happens. And I, I don't want to say this, but your flip phone is falling apart. Oh, fuck off, man. You, you got to get. I got all my pictures got, on here. You got to get a new one. It's, it's falling apart. Oh, so they can track me? Is that what we're doing? 
I think they're doing it on that one too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure on that, one too. on that one they're doing it. They're doing it. I gotta, guys, I gotta, I gotta go. Well, they're, I'm gonna go and have a kid with this guy that I barely respect. So I guess I'll head out too. Sorry about Super Mario Brothers night. Okay, <laughs> it was go put a good my time. legs up and make this happen. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll make you a god dad or something. You know, oh, that'd be really fucking cool. I would yeah. teach that kid how to play Nintendo. Awesome. All right. Well. See you in about, what, 17 years when the cicadas come out again? <laughs> <laughs> so on a, a scale of 1 to 10, um, how would you rate your own performance at work? At this job or any work? No, no, at the current job. Because <laughs> mm. I think that my commitment towards my work, my personal mm-hmm. work, is mm-hmm. unparalleled 10. Uh, okay. At this particular position that you're my boss of, uh, mm-hmm. six. Six. And, and what would make that one point higher? Uh, I think getting to come in at like 10 a.m. might be a good start. Uh, that would that would raise your performance. Oh, I'd be way better. I mean, I spend most of the first couple hours just kind of killing time. Or, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't be saying this to you, I guess. But no, 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 it, it, I just be trying to be, you know, I can't turn off my honesty sometimes. No, no, that's fair. A fair and honest assessment is really what we look for. Uh, How about you? What's your what's your number? <laughs> what's my number? Yeah, yeah, out of 10. Uh, about how you're doing your job or how I'm doing my job? How you're doing your job. How I'm doing my job. I, I think it, it would be an eight. Oh, big ego. <laughs> I just think there's always room for improvement. Oh, so you, and you, you erred on the side of eight. I erred on the side humble. of eight. It's humble. Caution. Yeah, erred on the side of caution. But we're straight away from the topic. This is your performance review. I just I wanted to bring you in because there have been uh, concerns at the company picnics and luncheons that uh, the new hires and some of the uh, senior level positions, the people who hold those positions, are having trouble connecting with you they're having trouble identifying they're having trouble really um i think the issue of teamwork and communication has come Mm. up a lot yeah i mean i've noticed that too it does definitely feel uh tough sometimes trying to (sighs) get on the same page with everybody else who works here if you know what i mean Mm um i do have a couple of pals who are uh in the garage those parking guys are awesome uh i just kind of you know it feels a little stuffy in here. Uh, whenever I come in and you got a lot of Ivy League, uh, I, I just kind of got a chip on my shoulder, maybe. Mm-hmm. I want to read to, through some of the uh, specific complaints. And okay. uh, maybe, it, may, maybe it is just a communication issue and uh, you can help clarify. Sure. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. These, will all be un- these will all be anonymous, of course. Uh, we have one here that says, um, I don't understand what he's talking about when he says... Did anyone catch TGIF last night? I know who that one is. Uh, that was the reaction that he had in the moment. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm also, I'm not asking you to identify who's saying these things, just to clarify. Just that the way you phrased it, let me know who it was. Uh, we're not, we're not, we're not looking to associate who made this complaint. Look, in the I'm office. not going to retaliate. I'm not going to do anything that okay. would jeopardize my career. I'm not. Okay. No. Okay. Can you? Well, could you care to explain what this comment means, just so we can avoid any oh miscommunication? All right, uh, television. 
ABC, one of the big three networks, used to have a run of television shows every Friday night. It was called TGIF, which stands for Thank God It's Friday. And that okay, was a uh, beloved, I mean, pillar of my my youth. So I was just trying to connect to the other people. I know there's a lot of people younger than me. You're younger than me. It must be weird being the boss of somebody who's, you know, older. Uh, I can't understand it. I've never been the boss of anybody, so. Okay, well, maybe maybe one day you can. I don't want that. Thank you, though. (laughs) All right. Okay, well, we won't put you on that professional development path. See, that was a very easy thing to clear up. I'm happy we had that discussion. I'm going to move on to to the next one here. Um, It says, I can't believe they canceled news radio to keep suddenly Susan. Well, I just thought that it was going in a decent (laughs) direction. You know, dealing with an untimely tragedy like the death of Phil Hartman, I thought that they did a pretty good pivot. I thought John Lovitz would have been great in that role for another six or seven seasons, personally. And it, and these these are what? These are two of what? What are these two things? Television show on NBC. Okay. 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 The right. king of prime time. Okay, I un- understood. Understood. Um, what TV do you watch exactly? Oh, I don't own a television. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> How do you go to uh, sleep? I, mean, I, I, I uh, spend some time on my Kindle, and then oh, I set it to Come on, that close to your face? Then... That close to your face? You're going to hurt your eyes. How are you going to sight oh. read? Okay, I think we're, I think we're moving uh, off the topic. There's, there's okay. one more here that uh, I'm hoping you can explain. Um, and and this, is a, this one came in from multiple, multiple people. Hmm. It seems like at the last company gathering in the park, when one of the employees accidentally stumbled over an anthill, they thought they heard you say, oh, no, you're crushing me. Ouch. Oh, no. <laughs> Were you making the voice of the ants? Um, I have gifts that are outside of this office. You know, I don't need to share everything in my life. That was a social event. Yes, it was with coworkers. So technically, I was I was as professional. I was not unprofessional. It's not not a a, a lot of people brought their kids, and their kids were <laughs> acting like lunatics. So I thought I was fine. Well, uh, the invite did say family and friends. I don't have out. any kids because I'm not going to have any kids. Not a concern for the company. There's no you're not penalized for not having children. I sure hope so because I, I notice a lot of people are getting the tax credits for having children, and I'm just not going to opt into that. Okay, not a company policy. We don't manage the taxes, but I can understand how that could be. Yes, come in. Uh, Mitch, have you mentioned that doing the Titanic scene is no longer, it's not appropriate. He can't He can't get that close to other employees. <laughs> he can't act out the Titanic scene whenever he feels like it. Can you just bring that up too, please? Yes, thank you. That was obviously Dolores from HR. Yeah. And I was leaving this to the last part of the evaluation, which we've hit. Um would you like me? Did you hear Dolores? Would you like me to repeat what Dolores said? Because Del- you're sitting. Dolores came no, in, and you're sitting. I know what in she's talking about. I'm aware. Floor. I'm aware of the jokes that I do, and <laughs> I love them. And are you really gonna come down on me about this, man? Uh yes, we were going to have to come down on you come on, on this. It, come, it, on, come on, come on, come on! Don't do this. It, Don't do this. It, this is it exactly makes, how they turn us against one another. It makes colleagues feel uncomfortable. Uh, What's your favorite made, movie? It What's a movie you like? feel extremely uncomfortable, especially when you brought in your own plank of wood and you got into the yeah. fountain <laughs> in the lobby. Hilarious. It was and you tried the best Christmas blow, party so far that I've been here. You tried to blow a whistle 
and it was just too cold. You kept on saying it's too cold, which yeah. I don't even believe is a line from the movie. No, but it was cold there. I went off the script a little bit. It was in the water. Okay, we're going to have to ask you to not reference the <sighs> Titanic. HR is looking into other movies from the mid-90s. American Pie? Entire- uh, people against my American Pie Easter bit? Because that's hilarious. We're going to have an entire database, and we'll know when you quote it, so we ask that you you do not. Uh, we've put a lot of resources into this. You know, to, be frank, to, to, be, to be frank, I don't understand why we haven't just fired you at this point <laughs> if we're putting all this, pouring all this money into resources <laughs> to keep you from doing what you're doing. Hello, my friends. <laughs> I feel so comfortable with you. Reminds me of camping out in my yard. Oh, don't sting me. (laughs) (sighs) 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 Sorry, man. I blew a little smoke on you, little bug. I hear you. I know. Life's short. It's too short for you. One of us. One of us. One of us. I wish I could join you. I wish I could shrink myself down and live among you. I can hear you. I can communicate with you. I can take you home if you want. your room in this pocket, my friend. Easy, easy. Bounce out, fellas. Bounce out. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm going to topple over. <laughs> and he fell like Goliath. If you're going to be one of if you're going to be one of us, you can't quote movies. Let's <laughs> quote the Bible. Or maybe a movie of a Bible story. We don't want that either. He was kind of a weird guy, but he always offered to buy us beer, so he was cool. I thought he was cool. He always let me use his L.A. looks when I was at a hair gel. I thought he was great. Um, He gave me a a trapper keeper, which I had never heard of, and it was really good for keeping my stuff. That young man never found direction in his life, but he could mow a lawn. I was a little scared of him. Every now and then he'd come up from behind me, grasp me, and hold me in the air, saying, They'll never get you while I'm on watch, Nancy Kerrigan. What did he mean? I, I don't know how many times I had to tell him, but I said, like, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to get parts for a 1994 Acura Legend. This has been Made Up Talk Show, part of the Let's Hear It Network. Have a podcast or a podcast idea and want to get involved? Visit letshearit.network. That's letshearit.network.